0: Welcome back to a new episode of the Coffee with Creators podcast. I am your host, Michael, and I am a content creator, work from homer, pizza eater, uh, dog owner, uh, father of two. I, I really still can't think of an intro, a proper intro, but that's <laughs> that's what I've come up with so far. Um, today with the, uh, on the podcast, we have Yee back. Welcome back, Yee, to Coffee with Creators. Hello, hello. Thank you for being here again. And we have a very interesting topic that we want to talk about today, especially since this episode is coming out on Black Friday. I think everyone's in a shopping
1: mood right now. Are you in a shopping mood right now, Yi? Well, technically, as of the time of recording, I am in a shopping mood. Ironically, I don't ever think I'm in that much of a shopping mood during Black Friday. It's always like the time leading up to it, Mm -hmm. uh, as we have been trained by the media to start (laughs) shopping on November 1st for Black Friday. That's true.
0: It's so weird. Like I, I rarely shop during Black Fridays. Like I don't even remember the last time I actually went out to go buy stuff
1: on Black Friday. Have you gone that have you have you done that yi? Uh I actually I thoroughly enjoy going out to on Black Friday, not to shop, but to people watch. I think it's hilarious because you see the craziest shit uh, stuff <laughs> happen on yeah. uh, on Black Friday. Um, Walmart walmart actually walmart's a little bit too crazy for me uh I have been there, and I thought never again am I going here on black <laughs> friday uh I remember going uh one year in Santa Monica, and the people had crushed the display windows at anthropology uh mm-hmm. oh, just I know uh urban wait, urban outfitters mm-hmm. the entire glass of like like the of the window of like of the the front like you know the front of the store had just been crushed through. Uh, which is crazy to me. That is insane. Do you do you yeah. think
0: that still happens though?
1: I mean, even pre-pandemic, like before. No, no. I, I think that was just because that was that was like many many years ago. And Nowadays, again, we're all online. You know, we're all we're all yeah. virtually shopping, so it's not a big yeah. deal. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? I just had a quick thought. Let's do a fun little exercise because you talk about shopping and you can't remember the last time you went out to buy stuff. But just in uh-huh. general, can you think back to like your? Your three most recent tech purchases, my
0: three most recent tech purchases yeah. um actually, I did buy something just recently you're gonna oh, I don't have it right now, it's in the car, but you're gonna enjoy this i bought I bought the uh um the Bose frames, the uh sunglasses oh, that the, oh speakers. the
1: sunglasses yeah yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: we, I want to talk about that, but maybe I, I can talk about it right now, basically two days of using it. Pleasantly surprised. I'll say this. Pleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. And it's definitely something that no one asked for.
1: Oh, and- completely. Completely. Yeah. Uh, funny yeah. you mentioned this. I actually bought this as a Christmas present for my brother last year. Oh, did you? Okay. What did he think? Uh, <laughs> the overwhelming <laughs> feedback was it's too small for his head and it hurts. <laughs> actually, that's a thing. So here's the issue that I have with it,
0: right? Like the you issue I have head. with it, it, I do have an... <laughs> a naturally large head but it's a it's it, it part of the technology for for making the sound sound as good as they do on you know something like that is they're, they're using bone conducting um audio whatever it is yeah it, it's, yeah, yeah bone conduction, right yeah. which which basic, basically means it has to make contact
1: with your like this part of your head good good contact good Good consistent contact contact with the side of your head so it can send the vibrations through right which means it does get uncomfortable so i totally get that so
0: i used it for like two days like entire day yesterday and all morning today um
1: hold on you're you're telling me that you wore these sunglasses like all day i was that guy who was walking (laughs) inside It's like, why is this
0: guy wearing sunglasses indoors? <laughs> because it's oh my for God. a test. <laughs> but you know what's funny, though? Like, I feel like people are a little bit more. This is my impression, right? Like, I feel that people, people are more accepting of, people, of others who are wearing sunglasses. And it's easier for them to uh, interact with these type of people versus the ones who are wearing headphones or earbuds. And so that's one of, like, the interesting, um, you know what I mean, like, uh, things that I noticed about it. Like, you, when you're wearing earbuds and you're walking around, you can tell that people are just completely going to ignore you. They don't, they don't want to talk to you because they feel like they assume that you don't want to be bothered. Right. But right. if you're wearing head, I mean, uh, the frames that basically they're sunglasses, yeah, it might stick out like an odd, you know, odd, odd you ball. But st- you can still talk to them. You can, like, but someone's you wearing sunglasses, them, they'll exactly. still hear you. They, right. It's like
1: it's hard for them to ignore you.
0: Right, and it's also like they don't feel like uh, they need to not make eye contact with you because with, with earbuds, like I can tell. Like for example, if I'm picking up my kid, and the person who's guarding the uh, like who is in the front gate, um, he'll completely just ignore me when he sees me wearing earbuds because he doesn't want to get into that awkward situation where he says hi and I didn't hear him. You know. What and, mean? He, and you go sorry, and he goes <laughs> yeah exactly. <gasps> And you're like sorry, yeah, so that's like four seconds too long already of an interaction yeah, <laughs> it should have yeah. been like half a second, but with sunglasses, you can just walk past, you can walk by them and they'll say hi, like no problem, so that's the thing, so again uh, I'm still forming my my final thoughts on this product, but that's I got that one I got um gee, a piece of tech, actually piece of tech I can't even remember the the uh you know what? I didn't buy anything else. Like the last thing that I got was from my wife. She got me something. Would that would that count? Yeah. She, she, uh, she got me the the Mavic drone. The Mavic Mini. The Mavic Mini. Oh, you know what? I did get the I, actually sorry. I got the iPad mini. That's it. The, no, iPad the, new, mini. the
1: new iPad mini? Yes, the new iPad mini. And oh. the Mac. How could I forget? I actually got. Wait, didn't you, didn't you buy a MacBook Pro? I did. The new MacBook Pro. Yeah. How could I forget? Because to me, it's like it's like for work, so I can't really. Yeah, the casual like two grand so, you just dropped on a I'm MacBook. So stupid.
0: <laughs> it's so dumb. How could I forget that? But yeah, I, I did get the the new iPad <laughs> Mini, and the new MacBook Pro. I got the mid tier one, the fourteen inch uh, mid tier build. Um flying through my editing like i i tried stacking a bunch of like 4k content on top of each other and they did some rendering and didn't even the fan didn't even kick on and um that's incredible it's crazy like i was moving files like 4k files around they feel like i was moving jpegs around wow <laughs> it's
1: like yeah it's like whoa this is crazy for reference yeah. right now because i'm i'm working off of my macbook pro 16 inch previous gen not not the m1 and the fan is on full blast right now as we're doing this. And it's yeah. crazy. Like the my fan kicks on for nothing these days. And yeah. I don't know why. Like my, my MacBook Pro, this thing costs like I think thirty five hundred dollars when I bought yeah. it. Yeah. And it's yeah. not that old. I think it's like two, maybe three years old, and yet it feels ancient. Like exactly. it craps down so much. I'm like, what is all this money being spent for? <laughs> exactly. It's it's really crazy how this one does feel
0: like I, I, th- I think I told my friend I said, this MacBook feels like I finally got the product that um, that is is uh what do you call it it's like, that suits me in twenty twenty
1: one. You mean like you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, it's it's like the product that they should have made. Right, the yeah. That I expected from Apple. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So,
0: but yeah, those are the top three yeah. attacks that I've recently gotten myself. What did you get?
1: Uh, well, I uh, I definitely uh, courtesy of The Verge's uh, early Black Friday holiday shop- shopping list, uh, I saw this link for this. It was a monitor. It's a it's a Samsung monitor. By calling it a monitor is kind of a like a like a misnomer because it's a forty inch monitor and it just looks like a TV, right? In okay. fact, it comes with a remote that looks identical to my. Samsung TV remote. <laughs> and so at some point, you know, when do you call it? Like, when you call a spade a spade? It's a TV, right? right? <laughs> it's it's a TV. freaking huge. Uh, but I actually bought it to use as a, as a permanent <laughs> digital photo frame. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's so excessive. But if you think back to that product you reviewed months ago do you remember you know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. i i I don't want to drop the name because i don't want to like like, you know talk down about someone else's product but if you go back in time on michael's ig feed you'll see a product that's a digital photo frame (laughs) and if you look at their price on their website you will understand it is absurdly priced it's ridiculous Uh, yeah so it's ridiculous i got this digital photo frame because in this in in the new place i've moved into uh i have this built-in bookshelf and in this built in bookshelf, there, the, the previous owners had left the TV mount in the center of the space where a TV goes. However, it only fits like a 43 inch TV, uh, which is tiny by today's standards. You know, 43 mm-hmm. inches, what people use for monitors, like seriously, but ultra wide, 43 yeah. inch. Like I had an ultra wide, I think 49. Um, yeah that's the, the is that the g9 the one
0: that's ins- insane uh, no long? it's the
1: uh it's the asus uh whatever okay. Rogue, yeah gaming monitor the, the samsung also makes one as well Um uh, but anyways long story short i was like you know what instead of putting a tv there <laughs> i just need a i just want a digital photo frame i'm not gonna actually use it to watch anything or consume <laughs> content i just want to put photos up and so i put it up and it's perfect it just fits in there and I, I hooked up a Google Chromecast that I had laying around. So I hooked it up and I just have it playing one of my Google Photos albums. And it's it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. Um, and I can appreciate com- that. Yeah. It comes built uh it comes with uh airplay too. So like you can like it's really easy to share stuff from my phone. Uh just like cast it up there if I want to for whatever reason. Uh overall so is, it's fantastic is that- is that a reason thing that Apple finally did, like, allow AirPlay on different products? Yeah, def- definitely, Thank like, God. a big integration with Samsung. I don't know if LG has it. You know, people can mm-hmm. comment or whatnot. But I know for sure Samsung does. So this has really circumvented the whole need of purchasing, like, an Apple TV. You know, like, it now, yeah. now I can just, like, cast whatever I want. So it makes my life so much easier. Uh, and God. I think Apple, Apple gave in to it.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, no one wants to buy Apple TV just for that. I know. It's, exactly. It's crazy. Like,
1: I can only justify Apple TV, (laughs) this sounds absurd, but for a home theater system, like back home, you know, back at my mom's house uh, in the Bay, you know, she's got a nice little cozy home theater, uh, and Apple TV is great for that, you know, 4K, HDR, you know, Dolby, everything. So UI is amazing, too. Yeah, UI is great, Yeah, nice and simple uh, for my Mm -hmm. mom. Actually, that's a great thing, because for her, she has two choices. One, use the Apple TV as is, really simple, or two, just you know use airplay and cast her content to the theater again super simple you know yeah. these are like dead easy tasks i can teach her and i think apple apple continues to do a great job with that whereas chromecast is the jankiest thing in the world
0: it really is i
1: just i just can't i can't with chromecast like i try to use it and every time like i think i like more than half the time it just fails to do what it actually it okay. says it should do
0: I bought the uh, NVIDIA Shield. Do you remember this?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that was like 150 bucks. This was like less than two years ago. I bought it, and I'm like, this is the fastest streaming, whatever it is, that, that's available out there. It upscales the content to 4K. Yeah. Um, it looks good, but honestly, in the last maybe three or four months, it's been slow as heck. It basically is as fast as a 50 $30 Chromecast that I can... I can get from Walmart or something like that, which is very frustrating, and I'm like, this is updated, and that's a thing like to yeah. your point, like Apple does such a such a great job of keeping things simple and making sure that they run just as you know smoothly as almost as the day you first um uh, used it. you know what I mean yeah and I, th- that's one of the reasons why I just try to keep within the ecosystem except for the apple t v because yeah, that's just it's kind of
1: annoying how... Because it's, it's not built out enough for me to actually feel like I need Apple TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? Exactly. I just want to share my content. I want to cast my content. I don't need anything. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you know in the newest update, like Monterey, uh, Mac OS, you can now do screen mirroring from your phone to your computer? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I saw it as like a tip. Like, you know, when you, when you install the new uh, yeah. uh, like uh, like firmware, uh I, and like, the, you know, tips for learning about your new Mac. And I was like, I kept like next. I never look at it. Right. But I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll humor it today. I'm like, next, 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 next. And it's like, like, yeah, share your screen from your iPhone. I'm like, what? <laughs> who, who needs this feature? Right. Like yeah. who requested this? And why did Apple do this? I think it's hilarious. I, it's that's hilarious, like, yeah. I'm not complaining, but I just think it's, it's such a random feature to have. You know what's funny is that we celebrate the fact that Apple
0: has finally done something that others have done for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yay! Yeah. We have, no one's going to make fun of us anymore. That's basically what we're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, um, are, well, why, why do you ask that? Is it, is it because of like uh, just because uh, of the,
1: the holiday season? Well, or? I think it's like, well, I realized that for me to, I think this might go for both of us. I know you review a lot of tech. And for me, mm-hmm. I love tech. Uh, but I find I find it pretty hard to discover new products that are very compelling, that I really want to buy. You know, like two of the three products you mentioned are Apple products. And that, I mean, granted, Apple launches new products every year. Uh, but, I mean, those are pretty big purchases. But beyond that, it's like, you know, the Bose... That's more of like a curiosity thing at the end of the day. Yes, you know yeah. Bose frames. I, it's it's the same thing as buying like Snapticles. You know this is mm-hmm. a this is a it's like a fun little like quirky piece of tech that I want to try out to see if I like it. But it's highly likely that I will not ever use this, and I'm going to end up returning it. Uh, and so and between also, that,
0: yeah, yeah, and also the uh, the frames like it's something that I wouldn't consider really
1: unless I see it on sale. Oh, you know totally. I mean totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, I don't want to drop three hundred or whatever it is, but I'll drop yeah. like one hundred and fifty or something, exactly, uh, just yeah. just to try it out. Yeah, just to try it out. I'm like, okay, now I think it's worth, um,
0: risking that much amount of money just to see if it actually is yeah. good. But thank thank thankfully, uh, most uh, retail stores have awesome like return policies. I know it sounds like. I don't know. It's not like it's not the nicest or the, the classiest thing to do. Like, I'm going to buy this and try it out. You know, all having the intention of actually returning it like that. I don't, actually didn't buy it with the intention of doing that. But it's also one of those things that kind of made me feel better about spending that much money. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. so far, like I said, like two days two almost three days now of using it. It's um, surprising. So I'm going to give it like t- till the end of the week. Uh yeah it's like it's it's just that weird time of the year I think that like you said in the beginning of November I've gotten that itch already like that that um like I want to buy something I want to uh reward myself right I'm using or it's rewards like a, I feel quotes. like
1: I should buy something because yeah. I'd be saving money if I buy it now yes, right? exactly versus <laughs> yeah. trying to buy it later That's when you start justifying like the purchases
0: like I bought it you know I bought it um black during Black
1: Friday and so oh. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Before we dive into like Black Friday purchases, here's a here's another question I re- I'm really curious to know and I'm sure the listeners will enjoy this. What is the most irresponsible purchase you have made that you can think of? Not like recently, <laughs> but just in general, that you can think of. And if you don't have anything, uh, I actually have one. And let's hear it. I shouldn't. Okay, this. I really shouldn't say this. I realize on a podcast like this. Um, I'm gonna be vague about it. Uh, I'm gonna be vague, but basically, I I know what this is. is I think I know what this is. All right, Um, go on. Basically, I think. Long story short is, I accidentally purchased a, (laughs) a a Audi R8. That's Um, not being vague. Yeah.
0: It's not being I, I won't say
1: what year it is or like, you know, where or whatnot, uh, but, and you might be asking yourself now, how does one accidentally purchase a, the, the Iron Man car? And to you, I say, that's a totally fair question. Anyone would ask that. In fact, many of my friends asked me the same thing. <laughs> uh, and what happened is basically I bid on the car somewhere and, I I didn't think I would actually win the bid, and now the reason I actually bid on it was because just a couple weeks before that, my brother had also <laughs> purchased, or had purchased, an Audi R eight. So, do you think it's it's a case of FOMO, kind of? I totally. You know what? It was like a okay. complete FOMO. I, I was really missing. You know, I I mean, I I I had sold my Tesla a year ago before I moved out, uh, moved out east, and. Mm-hmm. It was due to practicality. I just couldn't have two cars here. So I thought, okay, you know, like I really miss having a nice, fun car. And granted, my current car is still nice and fun, but it's just not an R8, you know. It's it's totally exotic. Totally Uh, get that. So you know, I wanted to like you know you know you know how like you look up to you might look up to siblings or whatnot. You know? So I was like you know oh my brother's so cool he got an R eight I want to get an R eight too and wouldn't it just be so funny because it was like identical identical car basically uh, just different color. I thought how cool would it be if we're just like you know driving down the street in the same car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I, I put a bid uh, again the. the 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 bid I put out, the reason I didn't think I'd win it was because the car was actually in much better condition and newer uh, and had a better better engine, better build than yeah. my brother's r 8 mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, if I put the exact same bid that my brother did, there's no way in hell that I win this. Lo and behold, I win the bid. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> F. I was not prepared to drop that kind of cash right now um it so was tell them what happened what was your decision because i i
0: I remember this like i got the call from yi and i'm like and he's like I, dude i have a problem I'm like what's your problem <laughs> like, do you know this site i'm like i do know that site what did you buy and he's like oh, oh okay. my god this is gonna be a long story and so he told me this story but then you sat on it for like a while like a few weeks was it or was on it for like a, a week, week. it's on it for a, a week yeah. well,
1: because uh, the exchange between the seller and I was actually really slow. Uh, he he couldn't seem to provide proof that he had the title for the car. Uh, oh, that's interesting. And it turns out it's, he had this unique arrangement with the, with the bank and everything. So in any case, he just he didn't have access to it. And after a week of pestering him for the title, like he finally got it to me, like maybe like a week and a half later. Uh, but that's just like a weird sign, right? Because if someone's yeah. willing to sell their car. Uh, and if you put it up for sale, I feel like though that specific documentation is the number one thing you have on hand yeah. to yeah. show eligibility and proof. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, that happened, uh, and then over that week and a half, like I, I was, I was actually seriously considering. Was, okay, you know what? I, I'm, this is this is happening. Uh, but then, in the wise words of my brother, he said, "Listen, you don't actually have to buy it. It's just a bid." And I thought. Oh, you're right. I have a choice. <laughs> you know, I would lose on like some like uh, seller fees or buyer's fees yeah. essentially, but uh, for the purchase itself, like I can totally back out. There's like no one's forcing you. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, well, let me consider this because if I were if I was to go for the RA, I'd have to sell my current car, which is like a compact SUV, um, and it's way more practical, right? I mm-hmm. can actually drive around and get groceries and what. Yeah. My my brother can't do anything in his RA. Like two nights ago, he said, "You know, I wanted to go pick up some pizza for the family, and I realized I can't even fit a pizza box in the R8 anywhere." <laughs> He's like, "I can't fit in the trunk. I can't put in the passenger seat level because it's yeah. it's too big. So I have to like yeah. tilt the pizza." He's like, "This car is useless." <laughs> <laughs> and because it snows where we are, like it is gonna, it is from now on until basically like Q2 of next year, it is just gonna be stored in the garage, right? Yeah, so for a good chunk, for like four or five months out of the year you can't even drive it yeah totally understand that yeah so for me i thought okay you know what this doesn't make sense i'm gonna back out of this so technically i did not actually buy it but i went through all the emotions of buying it (laughs) and i lost some money on this whole transaction and this lesson learned so yeah you know that's 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 my my own little uh tidbit okay but that's interesting though because now i feel
0: like um what happens during black friday is kind of similar like, we feel like we force ourselves to buy something yeah. just because it's on sale. We definitely don't need it. Like, I remember, I, I I still have this conversation with my wife. She'll go, oh, I bought a bunch of this. Like, she said, I spent this amount of money on this. And I'm like, why'd you buy it? And she goes, well, I saved money because it, it was on sale. I'm like, do you know how you could save money? By not buying it. <laughs> I mean, that's the best way to save money. But, yeah, like, she has that FOMO. She feels like... um. I need to purchase it because to this day she'll talk about like sales that happened like years ago. She'll say I should have gotten Uh, it. You know what I mean? I should have gotten then. I should have gotten it then because it's like uh, that was the best time, best time to buy it because I would have saved. I'm like, no, you saved money because you didn't get it. You know what I mean? Like you don't need it. But that's the thing. Like the media has like conditioned us, like you said, to shop at a certain time of the year and it's like we're just like robots at this point no fail people wait in line and it's just insane it's 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 crazy but yeah lee and i wanted to talk about this this topic not really thinking about it was going to going to go this way but it's really interesting it's really interesting to see but um yeah i wanted to ask you too oh, like, no no hold on you
1: can't transition yeah. you can't transition you have to tell your story what is yours oh. what is your irresponsible purchase <laughs> there's got to be something
0: no this is this is hilarious this this irresponsible purchase Well, I have two, right? Uh Um, The first one was more recent. Okay. The the first one was more recent. And I bought a camera from uh, Amazon. It was a Nikon camera. It's the uh, P1000, I think. Is it P1000 or P700? Can't even remember. It's the one with the the crazy zoom. Okay. Have you heard of this? I I don't know nothing about Nikons. Okay. So this camera is the only camera in the market Uh with a zoom that is insane. It was like a hundred and, or no, no. 135 times zoom or something No, I forgot it's like ridiculous like you could look at the moon and you can see the little the little um creators in the moon moon handheld you're holding it and I wow. and it's, it shoots 4k so you can literally like spy on people <laughs> it's all a, I'll <laughs> show you, you some gonna, footage are you
1: gonna are you gonna tell our, our listeners how much that purchase was or are they got to google it themselves oh
0: no that, that was about 1200 like it came oh, in a package not, oh, yeah it's not bad, bad. it that was not... in, yeah it was irresponsible because i had no use for it yeah. honestly the only thing that i would have to that i would use it for would be to impress my family by saying look at the picture of the moon that i, I took see, i see and okay. i'll be and it actually happened it's like oh i'm gonna take a picture of the moon guys look at this and i'm like oh it's overcast so I'll, we'll wait a couple more nights <laughs> <laughs> so it's so dumb i spent that much money for that for a little but, part uh, of trick yeah for that party trick exactly, but I returned it um if I were traveling I could use that like if you're if you are in I don't know the safari for example that's something that you could use to to film animals um, but I returned it and so the <laughs> the reason why I was laughing earlier was because the only other irresponsible thing that we bought we bought as a couple um we were just talking about this yesterday to my brother um, because we've been dealing with this for years now is a timeshare. <laughs>
1: And it's oh, so, it's, oh, so, frustrating. it's oh, so frustrating! It's so frustrating. I'm
0: trying to get rid of it, and it's just completely impossible. And I was telling my brother that having to sit in a presentation off a timeshare, and I've done this, believe it or not, multiple times Mo- because we multiple felt times. Yeah, that's this is it's actually related to what we're talking about. It's it's like we felt like we were getting a deal. Yeah, we totally felt like we were getting a deal, and I. Having done this so many times, I can promise you for you guys who are um, being encouraged by salespeople to attend these timeshare um, presentations, it is not worth your time. Like That free cruise, that free uh, whatever it is, toaster, I don't know, whatever it is that they're offering you is not worth your four, five hours of sitting there and basically getting stressed out because they're forcing you, not forcing you, but they're really, really trying really hard to sell you a property that you don't need and we don't even get to use it like we you know what we got this before we had kids when we first got married and we're like yeah. we're gonna go vac- on vacation every year maybe we use it once and even then it was so hard to book because it's always like it's always like oh we can't and then these are blocked off dates so it's like renting a, it's like buying a car but they're telling you when you can drive it so and I mean that yeah. was yeah, it was very bad. And again, oh, it was all under the the the, uh, the, the assumption that we're saving money because that's how they sell it to you. You're going to save money when you go on vacation. But it really isn't the case. So, um, yeah, we were just laughing about it yesterday. So I'm like, I would rather sit down. I would rather sit and wait in line in the DMV <laughs> a whole week for an entire week than sit inside one of those presentations again because they're quite aggressive like these people. Very, I hear very that. Aggressive. So
1: I've never been to one yeah. of those, but I, I know they're notoriously aggressive. Very aggressive. Somehow mm-hmm. very convincing at the same, like altogether. You know uh, what's sad?
0: I'll, I'll just share this one story. Uh, the last one that, I, that we attended was in Vegas. And we only had to attend this because we, it's so weird because you already, we already have the timeshare, right? Like yeah. we had time for this particular place in Vegas. And when once, uh, basically before we were able to book it, they gave us like a crappy room and they said, well, if you want, we can upgrade you because you don't have enough points. We can upgrade you to a better room, a bigger room, whatever. But all we have to do is sit in a, another presentation. So like, damn it. I'm like, seriously, like, would you, you're still trying to sell so, us? So you did it. Yeah. So we did it because we so had you family. You're like, <laughs> oh man. Okay. We'll do it. Yeah. But we did it because we, we had family with us. So it's like, we need the room. You know what I mean? So, so we, it wasn't even a nice room, I promise you, but we sat there and I had a newborn my toddler my, my two year old was like running around and our newborn was in the, in the uh, stroller and we were there for like two two th- two and a half hours it was supposed to, it, it was supposed to be just 45 minutes they kept, that's what they kept telling us and we were oh there for like gosh. two and a half hours and myself and my wife were irritated but we knew how this game works so we just stuck with it but there's an elderly lady right next to us in a booth right next to us and I'm not kidding I'm not even exaggerating the sales guy was almost like verbally abusing her at this point. She, he's like, are you freaking kidding me? You don't want to buy this? This is like the best deal. And she just kept nodding her, like shaking her head like no. And she's very quiet, very timid because she's elderly. She was by herself. And he's like, I can't believe it. And he, he was like, actually like slamming on, on the table. And he would get up he'd call wow. his manager. And someone else would talk to her and be like, okay, the best way that, the, you know, we really think that you should get this. And I'm like, that's freaking insane. And I was talking to my cousin about this yesterday, and he's like, yeah, they're they are basically trained to be like completely, complete sharks. They don't care. They don't care. It's crazy. So,
1: what prevents people from just getting up and walking out? Do you have to go through the verbal abuse to get your reward at the end? Is that what well, happens? Well, see, that, that's the thing.
0: Like, my, my wife and I know. Like it it they really they're really good with, oh, let me ask my manager first, and they'll walk away, so they'll keep you there for a long time, right like they'll, they'll it's like they're switching people, um, but for that elderly person, like she probably just was scared. She didn't know like if I were if before if they started talking to me like that, oh actually here, here's
1: a, another example so god why do i have so many timeshare yeah. examples this, this is like a really weird vice that is like showing its ugly side that's like it's well, coming this, up all of a sudden i told you this is my best advice to terrible. anyone in life do not go on those
0: timeshare um, presentations but so the first time that we got suckered into this like we we were in mexico and the the resort was really nice it was really pretty and the guy was very friendly and i said okay we don't have any intentions of buying anything he's like no it's okay you know just just come come with me We'll i'll take you out to lunch i'll show you guys around and then you can make a decision by then i'm like I, I, are you sure because we really don't want to buy anything it's like yeah so my wife and i were very you know we're very nice and then took us out to lunch and i'm like wow this is really nice and really impressive and took us on a tour and then as soon as the the tour was over he started to shift like almost instantly he's like he's like um i can't believe i I wasted my time with you guys i can't believe i wasted my day with you guys like saying words like like that like
1: his tone just shifted immediately
0: his his tone shifted and he was literally being mean to us he's like why would you waste my time like this and of course i got mad i'm like wait a minute i told you you (laughs) no intention like i started yelling right i started yelling and i'm like like, this isn't this and that, whatever, whatever. My wife was scared because we were in Mexico and she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, all right, I get it. I get it. So they basically lead us to another room. And then another guy, like a young guy, he's probably like 24 or something, very personable, wearing shorts, like super surfy kind of Casual vibe. Yeah. Like. And basically, when you talk to him, like your guards are completely down. And he's like, okay, my job here sp- speaks English perfectly, too. He's like, my job here is to make sure t- that we could figure out what went wrong, right? He's like, I want to make sure that you guys were, you know, dealt with correctly or whatever. And so he did the whole thing. Our gods were completely gone, and we were basically spilling our experience and telling him everything that happened, knowing basically later finding out that he, what he was basically was the closer, so he was there to kind of comfort you. And then he would very subtly say, you know what? Oh for all God. that trouble, for yeah. all that trouble, this is what they're offering. I'm going to do this instead for you guys. I'm going to keep it like, I'm going to make it like half, half off. So he would really try to close you, but a completely different style. And so Did you're taking, almost, I, it didn't work for me because I was really pissed. But my wife's like, you know, we should take that. I'm like, oh, no, we no. don't. No, we don't. I said, oh, no, we don't. No. Almost. Almost. And then as soon as we left, they're really good. But that's how crazy they are. That's how crazy aggressive oh, they fascinating. are. Fascinating. Yeah. So, wow. They totally I think you should, should go. back up to I think you should go and hire them. <laughs> you I should. Oh, people. my goodness.
1: These are the ultimate salespeople of the they're world. They're crazy.
0: They're crazy. I'm, I've never I'm met anyone. i yeah, not none of the car salesmen that I've ever met are that anywhere near anywhere that close, aggressive. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that was like uh one of the irresponsible purchases that we made because we're still paying for it today. We're not using it. It's crazy.
1: Anyway, we've went on a tangent <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah that was a huge freaking tangent although i'm glad that i now know this uh, irresponsible side of you that I really <laughs> succumbed to the pure pressures of the world uh yeah. in a way that you are just paying for <laughs> i am i am and i think this
0: this ties in you know really well with what we originally wanted to talk about it's like yes. that pressure that you're feeling right like when it's uh when it's the season when you feel like you need to buy something and this is like the, the best time to buy, um, not only consumers, like I think uh, manufacturers and companies, retail companies and everything, everyone else who wants to put their name out there are all diving in the same pool because it's like everyone says it's, it's, it's the, the time. yeah, It's the time, right? Yeah. So how do you approach that ye coming from a brand's perspective, someone who creates products and or selling it to the people? Like, do you play the same game? Like, oh, it's a sale time. You know, it's a... Let's do this. But yeah. well, I want to hear your
1: thoughts on this. Um I mean at the end of the day, right, we are we are a brand, we're a company, and so we we obviously go through the same considerations as anyone else, you know. Uh it's it's like if you mentioned this, right, because you see it happening, we clearly see it happening as well. So, regardless of whether or not we like it, we have to address it in some way, you know. Mm-hmm. So in this case, For some products we are a premium brand right we're a high-end brand which means that we need to really care about our brand equity uh one of my favorite brands to look at is actually louis vuitton louis vuitton never does a sale yeah they they are i think the best example of a modern brand that has an incredible reach you know i mean louis vuitton is the biggest and most profitable uh like fashion fashion brand in the world and they are a brand that never goes on sale. And the great thing about that is, you know, you can you can buy a product now and expect it to hold its value really well, you know, years later. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden, as a customer, you're like, oh, this is this is an investment. You know, this is not just a yeah. nice for myself; it's an investment. It's like me buying a 911 and being like, <laughs> like baby, invest- baby, it's an investment. <laughs> you sound like my wife. She yeah. goes, I'm going to buy this purse. Don't worry, it's an investment. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, it can go both ways. You can buy that purse, and I'll buy this nine eleven. We'll see which one turns out better. <laughs> uh, Good point. So, uh, it, but the thing is, for us, we can't do that. You know, we we don't have the same following, awareness, presence that you know these these huge name brands have. And I mean, even if you think about Apple as a really top tier brand, Apple still has sales, albeit very small, but they still do sales. And yeah. the and the third parts that they work with, like Belkin or I think like Native Union uh, or any of the, like the other third parties that they carry inside their stores, those brands still go, still go on sale as well, even though they're tied and associated with Apple, which is like, you know, the moment you're associated with Apple, it's like, oh, you are premium. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So generally speaking, we really like, I, I've tried to convince myself uh, and as a company to be like, okay, we can, let's not succumb to the pressures of Black Friday. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's like, hey, moving units moving volume is the end goal as a company you need to get your products out you need to move products you need to make you need to make money uh and the reason it's called black friday do you know why it's called black friday actually i actually don't i'm thinking about it i don't so black friday is the day where because all the sales are happening it's when all these companies have a chance to get in the black meaning that they can they can like turn they can be profitable for the year Right. Uh, and, you know, so for us, it's like, again, we, we see all these companies doing these sales and, and, and this kind of comes back to something we we're talking about off air. Uh, it's about timing, right? Timing of when yeah. you decide to run your ad campaigns uh, and your promos and anything related to that. And, you know, this is it's a consideration because not only do we see that, you know, Black Friday promos and deals are happening at the beginning of November. Uh, but they also extend past Cyber Monday and now we also have this weird weird little uh holiday singles day it's becoming more of a thing in the u s and so it, I think it was started in China hugely popularized singles day uh is way bigger in terms of overall uh revenue than uh than Black Friday is in the states really yeah it's i mean it's ima- basically imagine just like the biggest holiday sale in China and then that should give you an idea of how much is how much consumption goes on there versus you know, how much we have in the states and uh, so we if we have these holidays and everything's lining up, and then on top of that covid is still around, meaning hey, if people weren't going to shop in stores they're really they really are not going to shop in stores more uh, than they would you know a few years ago so yeah. yeah it's like okay, how do we account for this elongated period of time? uh and when we think about everyone everyone's gonna be running ads everyone's gonna be running promos so our cost to advertise is also going to increase mm-hmm. and we think about what's the trade-off is it worth it doing right now or do we kind of just like wait until this whole holiday rush is over and when it gets closer to you know to christmas and then we run some heavy promos then uh and you, we're just trying to get in the, inside the mentality of, of our target customer you know yeah yeah no actually, uh, that's a good
0: point because I feel like I think I I, I did ask you this earlier and I said do you feel that if you go on sale on Black Friday and almost like do it every year then you're kind of you're you're kind of training your customers to uh to just shop during those days right like your oh, brand totally, suddenly totally. Yeah, your brand is suddenly like diluted in that sense like yeah well you know our brand our, our products are expensive but wait till Black Friday, then it's like 50% off. So now
1: people are just going to wait, wait for them to go on sale. I think the nice part, though, or or like the the counterpoint to what you're saying is humans, in my opinion, are generally very impatient. So unless, unless you found out about a product like November 1st, and then you think about, oh, I want this. You're like, okay, yeah, I can hold out for a couple of weeks. And knowing that the sales are coming in early... Chances are, you're like, oh, okay, I can find a good deal right now. Like, this is a great time to buy. But if it's like June, July, you're not going to hold out for a, a Black Friday sale. You're going to think, yeah. oh, okay, well, what's true. the best discount I can find right now? And am I, am I okay with that? Chances are you're going to be fine. Okay. Uh, so you're
0: not completely losing
1: all your customers is no, basically. No, not, not at all. Say, yeah. yeah it's, it's more just like a you are increasing your potential customers, but you're not losing on potential customers. Like, you're not okay. losing out on your on existing sales or or previous or previous sales. Uh, There's obviously some overlap, right? But it's just more of a timing thing. But that window, in my opinion, is relatively short. Again, like if it's like if I wanted to buy, I don't know, if I wanted to buy like the new MacBook Air or the new MacBook Pro, uh, I'm not going to wait, you know, and and I'm not going to wait a whole year, a calendar year until Black Friday hits again. And like, okay, I want to buy, excuse me, I want to buy it then. Uh, mm-hmm. it's like there's no there's no need to wait. It's like if I want it and I and I need it, I'll find some way to justify it in my head. Right. Yeah.
0: Which is really interesting cuz um because of this, this new MacBook, right? Like everyone started buying it when it came out. And to the point where people there was it was basically a, not not necessarily a waiting list, but you know, the shipment for the new MacBooks would would took a a while longer. Yeah. yeah. They weren't available right away because everyone started buying them. And what's even crazier is that as for me, from my perspective as a content creator, everyone, every single person right out there is churning out all those MacBook reviews, unboxing. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like they're riding the hype. And sure, that's good. Like I definitely see the benefits of it. But the problem is I've tried this. I've tried this before. And for a small creator like me, especially for, you know, if you're starting off like new you're basically just getting lost in the sea of the same content. And that was just like the best way for you to get lost for me, I think is to just pile on the hype. And now you're left with a bunch of expensive products that yeah. you don't really have any use for other than I just wanted to, uh, to do an unboxing. So I think from, you know, maybe digressing a little bit from the main topic. Um, actually not really. Cause it's timing is everything. That's what we yeah, were talking about, right? Yeah, timing is everything. key. So, it doesn't mean that when, like, for example, uh, there's, there's hype behind a particular topic or product. It doesn't mean that you have to go all in. You, know, you, have, to really, you have to really wait for your time because not, not, it's yeah. not always going to be the, the right ch- uh, decision to just, all right, this is the, the, the topical thing. Let's do it. I mean, I've seen people. It's kind of weird, but I've seen people shift their content from um, whatever content that they were creating to cryptocurrency all of a sudden because it was the hottest thing. And then all of a sudden, when the hype went down, it's like they don't have content. I'm like, don't don't let the the thing, you know, like they uh, lost
1: themselves to the hype, to the hype. Exactly. And they they weren't true to what is what is it I want to do and what is it that I'm passionate about sharing uh, or presenting or creating? Uh, And and, and again, yeah. So to your point, you know, just simply making a review is one thing. But then knowing when to post it uh, and being okay. you know, if you're a small creator, I mean, it's. Taking your time to make it and get to a point where you really enjoy what you've made, and then you upload it because, you know, it, okay, here's here's something I've, I've thought about recently. Uh, Rivian's new truck is, is yeah. all the all the rage. The problem that I found was I actually didn't care about a lot of the reviews. I'm and I'm someone that really enjoys watching videos of cars, but the thing is, like, once I've seen one or two of them, I don't really feel this incessant need to to keep. Keep going watches. down that, yeah. that, that that rabbit hole of more videos. Uh, yes. I, I used to in the past, but now I realize, you know what, like, if I've seen one and I've, se- I've watched two, I pro- I probably know just about everything about the car itself already. And I don't need to spend more time on that. In the, in the same vein, if I'm watching a review uh, on, like, the new MacBook Pro, you know, The Verge will probably post one and then, like, maybe, like, Marquez. You know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll post something. And after that, I'm like, I don't know. Do I really need a third, a fourth, a fifth, a sixth? Right. Yeah. Uh, or Wh- is it more compelling later on when I see a, a, a new Oh, it's like uh, Savage Geese. Savage yes, Geese. For those I of you that don't, those, those that don't know, Savage Geese is a yeah. wonderful, wonderful uh, automotive reviewer, content creator. And mm-hmm. he posts about cars that are like, just basically months later. After yeah. all the hype has died down, he'll yeah. do a really detailed in-depth dive about these cars uh and it's like it's fine because i still find that compelling because i know that this person's persona and personality uh can give me a i know what to expect a detailed review of something that i can trust and that is unbiased and if Mm -hmm. you as a content creator lean into that as well i mean that is so valuable as a as a, as a customer or as a consumer even mm-hmm. if i'm not that interested in the product itself i can trust that oh you know what you're talking about and you you did your homework you yes. know integrity and like knowledge and confidence in a topic that speaks so much uh it does versus yeah if I, if i know you just put something out because you're like oh i'm on a deadline i didn't get this out i need i didn't get that hype train do i feel like you did your due diligence and really did all your research uh probably not right yeah
0: exactly that bit me in the butt a couple of times already. And and that's one of the reasons why I'm like, you know what, I'm going to fight this FOMO that I'm feeling yeah. when everyone's doing the same thing because I know it's going to serve me better like in the long run. And yeah, just because you were the last one to purchase, for example, a MacBook or whatever it is the new tech is, it doesn't mean that no one else is interested in buying it later on. So by the time that the hype's down, when everyone has gotten gotten rid of that whole i need to you know put out content for the specific product you know thing then there's nothing out there that's 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 worth watching it's again it's like for me when i watch my favorite creators i pick one or two and that's it yeah like i pick one and two and i don't watch the rest of them so for you to try to get into that same space it's going to be really really tough on you so i think really consider the timing of when you, want to, when you want to publish that video or whatever. Um, like what you said, spend some time. Like this freaking Bose, <laughs> this Bose uh, ear, um, what do you call this? Like frames that I have. This came out, what, two years ago?
1: Yeah, Something like that?
0: Yeah. It's an old product. Yeah, those frames. Like I knew that it's not, no one's talking about this. No one is talking about this at all. But just like me, there is someone out there who's curious about it and who wants to try it out. Right, who wants to, to figure it out if it's something that they are willing to part their money with. Right? So I'm, I'm that person. So I, in, a, in a way, I'm basically trying to target me. And so although I may be two years late, at least I can really spend my time figuring this one out. And I, what I'm capitalizing on right now, honestly, is the shopping mood that people have. So it's not necessarily on sale, but it's one of the items that they may come across because they just want to buy something so i think you know timing really is just about that figuring out when you can be the most when you can be most effective with whatever it is that you're doing a
1: product a review yeah. uh whatever content that you're you're thinking about actually i want to talk about timing from my from my company's perspective uh this is back what last year did we when did we launch our product was it last year or two years ago my gosh I think it's like uh, two years Co- ago. COVID has messed with me. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, and in case, when we launched our Kickstarter for our latest product, uh, the drop in the dock, uh, we had a really clear timeline about when we wanted to uh, to release it. Oh, it was, I think we launched it last year. Um, so we, we knew exactly when, when we wanted to launch it, but then COVID hit. And then after COVID hit, it made it really difficult for us to determine when we were okay with launching our new product. And the reason for that was our new product was entirely based on the premise of going out and moving around, you know, travel and leisure right. and going outside. And all of that was went right out the door because we were in the middle of the pandemic. So we were faced with this conundrum of, okay, our entire marketing campaign – All of our ads, our commercial, our copy, all of it is like, go outside, be like, you know, go, go out and like, and do things, and we'll we'll be right there alongside you, and and the world is like, no, like, stay the f indoors, uh, (laughs) so we're like, crap, what do we do, right? What do we do? We have invested so much time and energy and money into this campaign and this messaging, and on top of that, in the tech world, specifically with hardware. The product life cycles are so short. If we think about the fact that a new iPhone comes out every single year. You know, new new phones come out every year. New new iPads almost every year. You know, like it's like the iteration cycle is so rapid, uh, and also very very capital intensive, uh, and technology develops so quickly. So for us, we're like, okay, if we don't launch it now, and we keep waiting to see what happens with COVID, we might never have a better time to launch. Or if by the time COVID is over, which you know, if we look at right now, we're still in COVID. Yeah. Uh, and so like if we kept waiting, chances are technology will improve and our product will be outdated. So yeah. we're faced with, do we launch now when it's terrible timing in terms of messaging and what the world's going through? Or do we try to wait things out, in which case we have no idea when that horizon will be and at which point we might just be completely outdated? so yeah, yeah. we basically you know we 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 waited a couple months and we thought you know what we just got to go for it because we we can't we don't know when this will end but at the very least we can try to pivot or slightly modify our messaging um but it's not perfect you know yeah and you of just, yeah. just you just you just roll with it you just deal with it uh yeah. you know everyone has to deal think about this everyone deals with the same situations right Everyone is dealing with the same chaos of Black Friday and the promos. Everyone is trying to review the same products that you might be trying to review uh, or everyone's trying to make content as well. So all you can really do is put your best foot forward, try to think of something unique. You know, how can you think outside the box and, and lean into it? So when, when Michael is doing this review about the Bose frames, I think it's hilarious and awesome. No one gives two <laughs> craps about this. Exactly. I, bet, I bet like 10, 11 out of 10 people don't know what it is. You know, yeah. like, it's like, you'll <laughs> never see it. Even as a, even if you're a Bose consumer, I don't think you know what the Bose frames are. Uh, and if you, if you tried it, you'd be like, okay, sure. Like, I don't think it's worth that money. Uh, yeah. but it's so quirky. It's so funny that like, you know, that this exists and it, it's a great thing to review. Cause then people will be like, oh, like what the heck is this? Like, I didn't know it's they made so this. It's so different. Yeah, yeah, it's so, exactly. It's so different. And it's, it, that's what makes it fun. And mm-hmm. and I love the fact that you know Michael is capitalizing on just this mood, this sentiment, not yeah. about the product itself, but just hey, you know, you want to go out buy some random stuff? Here's something random they never knew you wanted or needed, or probably don't want or need, but it's kind of just yeah. fun to know that exists. Yeah, you know what's funny too is that the fact
0: that there are probably a couple of people who know this, but have never really had enough of a, an interest to to dive deeper into knowing what the product is, and so you're. I'm basically speaking to those people. I'm like, okay, I'm like you. Like, I had no idea that this this was a thing, but I came across it, and I said, you know what? Let me try it out because just like me, you're probably wondering, but you just don't want to spend the money. Let me spend that money for you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so let me, let me be I your guinea did. pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah your, your exactly, internet yeah. guinea pig where I, I can waste my money for you, and you can right. repay me with your views and likes. Please, please do that. <laughs> I, I actually awesome. have, um, I have a <laughs> relative, no one knows about this. So now I'm sharing it to the, to the internet world. Uh-oh. Uh, I, I recently purchased something. I returned it though. I, cause I, I'm an adult. Uh, <laughs> so I'm a big fan of Louis Vuitton. I think they have made some awesome things. Uh, not just their, like, not just their bags, but I think they have some great like apparel, clothing, fashion clothing and, and jewelry and, and, and accessories, et cetera. Uh, Louis Vuitton has really tried to make an effort to dive into the electro- consumer electronics segment uh, in the past couple of years. And it's extremely random, very niche, very esoteric. Uh, but for me, like I actually have a pair of <laughs> Louis Vuitton wireless earbuds. Now I don't want Wait, anyone, they have earbuds. I don't want anyone to go Googling this because you're going to be like, <laughs> Holy crap. That's a lot of money. Uh, Oh, but let me just people say, people are going to Google. They're, <laughs> they're beautiful. I love them. Uh, I think they are much more comfortable than my AirPods. And oh my God, are they a statement piece? Yeah. Look, fash- fashion is not logical. Like high-end brands yeah. are not logical. You don't have to like, re- like you know, uh, like tell me about it. But like, hey, you like what you like and you appreciate it for what it's worth. Right. So, oh. You just you just brought up another
0: thing that I want to talk about you on a future podcast. So I'm just going to say it right now so we yeah. remember it. Okay, uh-huh. we need to talk about the uh, the emotional aspect of these type of products. Oh, like, totally. Okay, Completely. yeah. So yeah. just wanted to say that that, that entire podcast okay.
1: would just be us being like, oh, I would love a Zonda or like, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: because like just... I always have this conversation with people. Like, it's it's like. Like, I have a normal old 2015 Subaru, right? Like yeah. an old car. It's all beaten, and you know it's fine, right? It's fine. It does it, the job. And every time I bring up a topic of like, I want to change a car. I want to buy a new car. I want to. I want something nice. And they're like, "Why your car doesn't work anymore?" Like, no. Like, I'm not <laughs> buying it because it's a it's a practical thing. Yeah, people like, all, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, people go. People hide behind the the whole. Oh, I'm gonna buy it because I need it. You know, I need. I'm like, no, you don't. You don't need a new car. You just want it because it's an emotional purchase. Like it's exactly. a statement piece. Yeah, it's the, like the uh, today. Yeah, it's like uh, I think Jason Camisa. You know who Jason Camisa is? He's uh, no, one of those that? automotive. Um, you'll you'll like him. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll find um, he's on. He has his own channel, but um, he he said this in one of the uh, reviews of a car that he did, and he said that. Cars, as much as we deny it, like they are our real world avatars. Basically, when we're driving around, we want people to know that we're doing well. We want to to tell the world that this is me, this is my personality, and that's really what you're paying for. It's not about how many cup holders you have or how many gas mileage you get. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that's a good point. And that that goes with with tech and all. But I don't want to get into this topic because that's completely. No, that's such a fair point.
1: I mean, like, I will say, I'll be the first to say it. My company, my products, no one needs them. I've, I've said it all the time, and it's something where you feel in this emotional attachment. You feel this affirmation: "Hey, I buy this product because I identify with like their design language and what the brand stands for, and how they focus and on on the product and the packaging, and all that kind of stuff." That's the only reason you would really buy you know buy my products. It's not because you think, "Oh, I need a wireless charger." No, you can buy like a two dollar wireless charger off Amazon if you yeah. really just want functionality. But we yeah. give you that that. That lifestyle and that aspiration and and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Um, but back to my story again because, because I know you will love this. Um, <laughs> so in the past couple of months, Louis Vuitton dropped a new product and it was also an audio uh, device. It was a Bluetooth speaker and it looked insane. I'll send you. I'll send it to you on IG later. I'll find a post okay. or something. Okay honestly gorgeous and i thought like this is it's it looked so cool and i thought i have to have this i have to get this um well, lo and behold so i saw it on the louis vuitton ig and a couple of weeks later i saw it was for sale and i just bought it online take my money take my money uh, <laughs> and it arrives you know like a week later and it's the the packaging unboxing is just like phenomenal like louis vuitton top-notch um fashion brands do a great job of packaging and all that kind of stuff and yeah. you know Louis Vuitton really sets a sets a great bar and I, I I'm so excited I'm opening it with my friend who was like mocking me for doing this uh like like what the effort is <laughs> wrong with you I'm like listen just 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 like humor me right <laughs> and I unbox it and like honestly just so beautiful and then like I start using it as a bluetooth speaker Mm-hmm. And it's so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> did they even tie in with
0: a different company, like Louis uh, Speaker by Harman So, or okay, something? like the,
1: the, the wireless earbuds, they actually partnered with um, Master and Dynamic. Or and Dynamics, what, or okay, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, so like they're, they're a, a good was brand. Legit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was totally legit. But for this one, I don't think they did. Or if they did, like they don't say it. And because okay. it's a completely like custom proprietary design. Very clear. It's a very unique design. But in any case, I'm playing it and I'm trying really hard to convince myself. Yeah, it sounds good. Oh yeah. No. Like displacement Aww. is a joke. The the quality, like there's no the low end is not there, the high end is barely there. It's just like one of the crappiest speakers I've ever listened to. And so it's a Louis. I, it's a Louis, <laughs> And so I put it on my nightstand uh, in my room for all of a day. And I thought, no, this is this is ridiculous. Um, so the next day, I actually drive it to Louis Vuitton and return it in store. And even the people there are like, what is this? <laughs> and they're like, wow, <laughs> like we've never seen this because it is so new. Uh, Interesting. You and Send
0: it to me. I want to see what it looks like. Yeah,
1: I'll send, I'll send it to you. And what's okay. even funnier is I went back to Louis Vuitton uh, two weeks ago, and it's still there, like it's, <laughs> it's in the display. They don't know what no to do with go, it. No one's going to buy that. Uh, <laughs> you want to guess how much it was? I don't know, man. Like I am way out also, of that the, that. the speaker is like about. I mean, it's about this big. It's just, it's like it's not that crazy. Yeah.
0: Is it insane if I say three grand? Does that it's, sound insane? It is exactly three grand.
1: Oh no way. <laughs> I'm really
0: thinking of a high number for a Bluetooth speaker. I'm like three grand would be like a, an entire system with a TV.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, and it's like, Holy listen, shit. this is this is where I come to the fact that it's like emotional and yes. nothing is yeah. logical about it. Yeah, uh, but like, I, like from a design perspective, I think it looked beautiful, and that alone says a lot, right? That alone yes. means a lot to a lot of people, uh, and so for me, like, I, I I appreciate nice design. I and I'm a sucker for it. Uh, yeah. But, the, but there's a part of me where she's just like, I cannot ignore the, the, the fact that this <laughs> thing sounds like the, it sounds like it came from like 10 years ago, you oh, know, no. where it just couldn't produce a decent sound. Yeah. And especially when you compare it to like our MacBooks, which have the best yeah. sounding speakers of yeah. anything I've ever come across. It's crazy. My old
0: 2015 iMac is one of the best sounding speakers that I've had. I, I mean, that's, that's attached to yeah, a computer. Exactly, it sounds exactly. great. And I'm like, wow, that came out like years ago. Now I can't. I'm
1: like, why are people buying speakers if this sounds great? It's crazy. Yeah, which it, is why yeah, I really haven't bought a speaker in quite some time. Like, you know, like there was a whole period of where Bluetooth speakers were really popular. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, and like Logitech had theirs, and like, the Jambox by Jawbone yeah. and yeah. whatnot. But like now, it's like no. I, I have my AirPods. I have my computer. And then usually, like if I'm watching TV, I might have a sound bar, but I'm not mm-hmm. buying like Bluetooth speakers, like standalone Bluetooth speakers anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think um, I think Bluetooth speakers has become the new next bar for these startups to uh, to try to reach to kind of just climb that. I don't know tech echelon. I don't know what you call it, but basically, it's like because the reason why I'm, I'm reminded of this is I was listening to a podcast with. Uh, Stephen Yang, I think the owner of Anchor, the CEO of Anchor, and oh he's,
1: yeah, wait, is that the, the was that the um, the Vergecast, the Vergecast, verge verge yeah. or one? decoder, decoder, oh, yeah, decoder, yeah. I, oh. I read it. I didn't listen to it by. You're gonna one, like right? it. You're gonna like that episode. I thought it was really interesting.
0: But he was basically saying that um, from chargers to uh, audio, and it seems like Bluetooth speakers is like the the next. Um, it's approachable for consumers, basically, right? Yeah. Because there's a ton of us who want Bluetooth speakers. Before it, it was those were only held by um, companies like Bose or anyone that's a little bit more premium, right? Like only you would, you would buy speakers from them. But now yeah. everyone's getting in the game and they actually have really decent, decent um, Bluetooth speakers. So I'm like, okay, I get it. I get it why people are moving that direction. So, but yeah, that's an interesting story about Louis though. I never thought that they would actually try
1: something <laughs> that crazy. I never thought that someone as crazy as you would buy it. <laughs> oh man. I mean, if you saw how much stuff i have from that one brand. we so should it's have an a little episode, disgusting
0: we should have an episode of just talking about all the stuff that ye bought
1: <laughs> like okay that'd be a that'd be a long episode <laughs> uh and it's i think it's best that people don't know there's some things are best are best left you know as as, as secrets don't uh, worry guys i'm gonna try to get this yeah. <laughs> out of ye i'll try my best <laughs> uh but yeah so i mean Timing again. Yeah. Timing for 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 me as a company. Timing for you as a creator. Uh, I just, I just want to like go back to this. I think it's it is so tricky. Right? And there's no right. There's no like right wrong answer. It, like mm-hmm. you, it will perform differently. But like you're you're not gonna know what the perfect time is. Uh, but you can you can kind of think your way through. And yes. I, my strategy is I don't know what you do, but my strategy has always been put myself in the shoes of my of my customers and try to understand what are their spending habits uh the other point i made about you know my customers not really being patient is because if we're targeting a higher end market wealthier individuals are just not that patient you know it's mm-hmm. like hey if i want something i'm just gonna buy it now why would i wait for a sale it, yeah because for them it's like the the value of money is so different very and it's not to yeah. be like, yeah, it's like if they don't need to wait, they just don't have to wait. I'd rather enjoy the product right now than wait four months for it to go on sale. Timing you know? is time is more valuable for them.
0: Seriously, yeah. like that's what they're paying for. Like, I don't want to wait. The time that they they spend is much more valuable to them, I think.
1: Yeah, exactly. Completely different. Uh, and so that's and it's not to say that wealthy people can not wait for something. But it's just like if they don't have to, then they they just they make that decision. It's pretty simple. Uh, And even yeah, and so like, and we have a pretty wide uh, demographic of individuals in terms of like you know both their, I I would say like their their income level and age range. And we see that it's like the same thing. Essentially, as long as you can afford our product, like you're looking at our products, you can afford it. You'll just end up buying it because at that point, the price isn't really the main consideration. It's more just like, do I want it or not? And yes. how badly do I want it? It's okay. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. I think, from
0: my perspective as a content creator, um, I would say about timing is that just don't give in to FOMO. Like that would probably yeah. be my best advice. So, like what Yi said, like timing is very different on for for. There's so many factors to consider, but if you don't give in to FOMO, at least at the very least, that means you're taking a beat, you're taking um, a breather, and making sure that what you're doing is you're you're taking. You're considering all these different factors, right? And then I think by doing that, then you can really find the best timing for you and whatever it is that you're, you're trying to create, I mean, content around. You know what I mean? So um, my best advice really is just don't give in to FOMO. So, but go ahead and, you know, spend your money on Black Friday because um, I want to see what you guys got. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you know and what? We'll, we uh, all do it. Yeah. Yeah, we all do it. I, I still do it. I, I mean, I still look online for what the best sale is, even though I say oh, I never shop on during Black Friday. I yeah. still do. You know, Yeah, I still do. So actually, that would be a good reminder for the ladies and gentlemen listening to this podcast is that now you can interact with us on Spotify. Um, for this particular episode, I'm going to uh, – Type in a question there and basically let us know what you guys got for Black Friday, if it was an awesome deal, and um, what your experience is like. I want to know. Uh, we want to know. Definitely send us a message through there. And um, actually, I should probably just uh, start saying a goodbyes right now because um, it's about that time. So – Thank you so much for listening to the uh, Coffee with Creators podcast. Please support the show by sharing this to your friends and your family to help us grow because we are still not uh, self-sustaining in that sense. Um, again, interact with us on Spotify. Reach out to us on Instagram at creators, And you can also email us at podcast at gmail.com. And this episode is also going on YouTube. So please help us reach 100 subscribers so that people can find us so we can have a custom URL and not that random jumbled letters and numbers. Okay, so on behalf of my co-host Chelsea and Yi, thank you again for being here on today's episode. Uh, we thank you for listening to the Coffee We Creators podcast, and we hope to have you again next time. Take care.